Welcome to Sound Off WKNC's daytime music podcast where we discuss some of the latest news and do in-depth album reviews of some of the hottest new releases in the independent music world, some of the bigger releases in the independent music world. I'm Michael Jones, also known as DJ Ones, and Sean England is not currently here, actually, also known as DJ Shorty Shorts. Instead, I have with me Miss Katie Yerkes. Knuckles, also known as. Also known as Knuckles. Yeah. And you're still not. Get on that mic. Uh, Knuckles. Yeah, see, that's now people can hear you. <laughs> but uh, we're actually going to skip news this week altogether. So I don't know anything. It's not that. It's just <laughs> England canceled on me, right? And so I would have passed along the stories to you, but we can we can go without for a week. That seems like a viable option for now, at least. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Let's start talking about uh, this week, of course, we have the latest releases from both Rural Alberta Advantage and the Mountain Goats. Let's get right into it. First off, Rural Alberta <laughs> Advantage. Miss uh. Yerkes. First impressions of their new album entitled Departing. Well, I had fairly low expectations because I was in love with their uh, freshman release. It was called Hometowns on Saddle Creek in 2009. It was a great album. It has pretty much in all in your face, uh, lots of heavy percussion, really fast, fast tempo, kind of folky songs. And uh, on the second one, they kind of slowed it down a lot, but they they brought something really nice to the table. I don't know how to describe it. Well, what would you what would you say is nice about it? Well, they open it up uh with Two Lovers is a it's a very slow folky song, very different from what they did on their on their first one, um almost balladish of sorts, but classy. It is. It's a very classy track. You know, I I agree completely. Two Lovers is a really delightful start. Yeah. Just overall, I really enjoy this album. Like this is going to be on that that top 50 of the end of the year list for definitely. me, definitely. Um, they kind of went back and forth with the slow and the fast. There are a few songs on there that could have fit on their their last album, uh, particularly uh, Muscle Relaxants and uh, Barnyard. Um, yeah. What do you think? It was just like a faster pace that kind of brings it back? Yeah, I mean, they had... Um, I need a I have. Oh, you okay. need a track list. Okay, that's fine. I have it right here. Yeah. Like, Barnyard is really up, 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 up tempo. And then, uh, Coldest, Coldest Days kind of slows it back down. And then, uh, on Good Night, they, they really just stretch it out. Yeah. If there's one thing that, uh, I'll draw a comparison of between, uh, the Royal Alberta Advantage and the Mountain Goats is that final track is a bit low key and it kind of ends it off in a very classic uh, album, a themed album type of way where you have that one conclusion basically definitely. that sums everything up. Uh, no, I definitely agree. Those upbeat songs like Muscle Relaxants and uh, Coldest Days, they fit. I mean, they're really good at pacing and this idea that they need to mix things up. Uh, and I really enjoyed those kind of slower paced songs yeah like two lovers in particular is just a great way to start off any album yeah and north star is a good break right in the album and it comes right after muscle muscle relaxants so that i'd say is probably the the most uh punching song of the album very up pace yeah definitely I, it's, it's a really solid album overall um and it does change a bit from the last one wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's a definitely a different feel. Um, Hometowns is just it's in your face for for almost all the songs, and it's just 
almost like kind of a demanding lesson. You have to be in the mood for it. While this, it goes back and forth, and you know it speeds up and it slows down, and it's a very easy lesson. Exactly. That's actually what I was about to say. It's really it's unabrasive. It's charming. It's nice. The lyrical content, I think, is also uh, diverse enough to not bore someone out of their mind. Yeah. Because it's really easy to fall into like a trap when it comes to writing songs. It's a trap. It's really easy to, um, but they do a decent enough job in keeping things kind of lighthearted and quasi-romantic and then getting back to more of like a realistic type of sense in the songwriting overall, which is very much appreciated. I mean, I'd rather not have something that's just hitting you over the head with really sappy BS the entire time because, I mean, that's no fun. I want mostly because I like really depressing music for that matter. They got a little bit of that, I think. I mean, Two Lovers is kind of nice and cheesy, and then, uh, I don't know, North Star, it has kind of a, a melancholic feel to it. But when it, when we talk about placing, and we mentioned a little earlier how they, they really like to change up the pace from here and there, uh, Muxel Relaxins, for me, kind of hit me at a really awkward moment. Yeah? I wasn't expecting it. It felt a little out of place. Yeah, they just kind of kick it up out of nowhere. Yeah. There's like um if they had anything that was left over from the last album I would I would have to guess it would be mu- Muscle Relaxants and, and Barnes Barnesyard though I, I I like them a lot in this album. Yeah, it's just, I mean that's my biggest gripe. It does it does feel like it's something from that old record because and I I mean the progression of it until that point is a little weird. I mean you have some fairly low key songs. The first like nine minutes is really kind of. Quiet, yeah, and then it just kicks or at least up really pace. folksy and charming, and then muscle relaxants come in and uh, they're not very relaxing. But terrible pun, I just did that. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It just feels a little awkward, if anything. That's like my biggest gripe. Uh, yeah. Outside of this, um, after you hear the first ten minutes, then that's pretty much the next twenty-five. Basically, it doesn't change up too much. No, after I think the most kind of th- sore thumb track is Muscle Relaxants, but I I like it so much that I I I don't mind. I get over it. Let's. See. I'm trying to. What else is it? Um. But I. I mean, you're gonna. What you hear initially is what you're gonna get. Yeah. Definitely. And if you're a fan of Rural Alberta Advantage, do they call? I think it's the Rural Alberta Advantage. I think it, there is a the. Yes. Yeah. Well, if either way, uh, I think if you like if you like them before, yeah, it's definitely not a letdown. It's not more of the same. A lot of bands kind of re- repro- reproduce their first album on their second one, or at least try to. And I, I feel like they're growing, and they're not too experimental, so that you'll get disappointed. But it's a it's a nice. Yeah, growth. it's not gonna freak you out. Uh, if anything, it feels as if they've kind of just marinated a little bit longer. Maybe try to calm down. Yeah, there's a nice two years. Between the releases, which was a decent amount of time. Maybe they just got really tired at one point and didn't want to play like really <laughs> heavy songs their, all the time. Their forearms got sore. Exactly. <laughs> from from yeah. that and other things. But uh, yeah, overall, very solid record. And uh, with that, let's move on, eh? Let's go on. We're, that's what we're doing right now. Mountain Goats, brand new Mountain Goats. Uh, the trio is back again for their latest release, which is entitled All Eternal Decks. Uh, it's a 43-minute long 13 songs. Um, let's get right into it. 
Miss Yerkes, first impressions of the Mountain Goats? I was highly disappointed. I'm a big Mountain Goats fan. Um, I'm a bigger fan of the earlier stuff, though. I don't disapprove of the stuff he's done in the past five years. Uh, Heretic Pride was a fairly produced album, and then, you know, Sunset Tree was... Every, I don't know anyone who doesn't love that album, but this, it was just kind of a letdown. Um, the production was kind of glossy, but not in like a, in, not in a nice way. It was just, it, was, it felt cheesy and cheap and like they didn't spend enough time on that part of the album. Yeah, no, that was my biggest problem. I really hated this the first time I listened to it. And then I stopped being so angry and kind of gave it a second run through a second kind of look over. And I didn't hate it as much. My biggest problem with it is if the song songwriting wasn't there, that'd be one thing. But uh, Merch did this uh, thing where the first 500 pre-orders of this album, I think, came out last Tuesday. Yeah, Merge Records. Yeah. yeah. The first 500 got a cassette of uh, demo versions of these songs, and uh, I got my hands on on a copy, and I was just blown away. Um, it's back to the early days of him record John Darnell recording into his stereo and. Is I mean they're they're really well written songs and then I listen to the full band version and I I can't stand it. Yeah no there's a there's this I you know you you played one of those tracks for me and there's a clear difference in what's going on and when he I mean when it gets produced to this extent it doesn't feel as sincere as yeah. those old ones. He he seems like on the um on the full band version like he's holding back while he sings. Uh, if you've ever seen John Darnell live he. He cracks his voice. He screams as loud as he can, and he just jumps all over the place. It's, it's it's just a really great sight to see. He's definitely way into it. And um, on the full band, he just seems like he's holding back. Like he just wants to sound pretty. Yeah, maybe if anything, it's kind of this. An ex- it's an excuse to sell more records. Thinking if it's not as abrasive, then it will be more accessible. But I think that's where he's kind of just ostracizing the fan base, right? Because they want that essence really they want him to come to those records with that same approach and uh, you you get that sense on the demos clearly but when the full when the proper full length comes out it feels a little i don't know short-sighted he kind of seems like he's uh he's experimenting with new things which i like i just don't like the results like um there was an ep about three years ago satanic messiah it was just him on a piano and that turned out really well and um, he's been making music for what twenty years, and I'd say my rule of thumb is that most artists have about two or three good ones in in them, and he he's made at least half dozen to a dozen really nice albums. Um, so that and, and that's why this one being a disappointment, I guess, kind of stings so much because I don't know, I I think of him rather highly. Well, let's get more into the nitty gritties of the album itself. Um, just that start. Damn these vampires. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Katie's whispering to me that she doesn't know anything about it. I don't know the song titles. Though. Oh, well, that's the, the first track. Because I've been, I've been, uh, I've actually been playing that demo on repeat, so I I have kind of like polar views. I, I really like the idea of the album, but I don't like the actual album. Um, yeah. But uh, I, just again, <laughs> it's. It's a nice track, but it just doesn't have much heart to it. Uh, it seems like he's kind of pandering at times. And I really disliked the kind of faster-paced songs here. Yeah, um, I think one of those was a, a state sell sign. It kind of, they 
they're trying to sound edgy with some distorted guitar. And um, on the demo version, it's just Tim, and he's just banging away, and it sounds more as cliche as it sounds edgy with just him and his guitar. It's much harder hitting with with less, and I think it's, this is definitely a case of yeah, less is more. Exactly. Uh, I was about to say the same thing once again, but it, they do. They kind of also. With, I was going to make the comparison. Another comparison with Royal Alberta Advantage. So it's fast paced songs feel out of place, and it's the slower, more down tempo stuff that fits in better. And a lot of it seems to be tongue-in-cheek kind of written, and that drives me nuts. I have to disagree. I, I really like some of the lyrics. I don't know any of them off the top of my head, but I, I found myself smiling and, and, and laughing. I couldn't. I just couldn't get behind tracks like for Charles Bronson. I think I, I did the math on it because uh, I'm a nerd like that. Well, there, yeah, I and play, then the final track is DJing my freshman year. I could play... One song and is just the set, content of those type of tracks, and I, I just really couldn't get behind it. it. it was frustrating. Say, I, would not um, I wouldn't say mathematically it's, it's not possible. Absolutely terrible. I know. I talked to you the other day about it. I do. I do my homework very briefly. About what? Like close to between three and five hundred songs. About how I just thought this album was. I would actually. I have a old man crush. The big disappointment. I don't know. Like when he could be my dad. He consistently makes. This is, I would say, this is his worst album. No, no, not not um, not Jim no. Trussell. Uh, he Jim consistently Trussell's puts out Jim Trussell's evil, ridiculous amount of music. He's Joe Paterno. Yeah. I think I I did the math anyway, on it. I have an old man crush like that. And I could play if I started I to, DJing I my freshman year. To anybody I could play music, one song a set. Illustrious comparison. If I to, went on to continue to get my PhD at State, I would. I would go. I would go that far. He's lived all over the country. All of these songs. This is what you do instead of doing homework. I do. I do my homework to a lot of people. He has like close to between three and five hundred songs. I hear. No, not with this album considerable no i, no, I was actually I, i'm just, I'm just in, like i have a guthrie a, started getting hunting old man crush on john <laughs> <laughs> he, he could be my dad like uh uh what's the ohio state coach really no no not not, not, not jim trussell jim trussell no. i feel like the jim i feel like the diehards are just gonna listen evil to looking maybe, oh no maybe it's I'm joe wrong. paterno it's joe paterno i just i think there's something very charming about anyway i have an old man crush on john darnell and uh i would have to if I had to compare him to anybody in music. I would make the illustrious comparison to to Woody Guthrie. He's I, I would I would go I would go that far. Um, he's lived all over the I country. Would, he so. writes a ridiculous amount of songs. I, and I think he means if a lot I had that lot, much money, to a lot of people. To spend, yes. so. But just not here. Not here? No, not with this album. No, no, not this album. This is just like when Woody Guthrie yeah. started getting Huntington's. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think the diehards are not going to have too many problems with this. Really? Really? I think a lot will just warm up to it. Maybe. I mean, people, I mean, it I happens like the, all the time. I feel like the diehards are just going to listen to those demos. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but. I don't know. I just, I think there's I something Twitter very charming about releasing a cassette again. <laughs> yeah, and they did just auction off. That like one but, uh, track on to help fund uh, money for Japanese relief efforts, and it went for a ridiculous amount of money on eBay. I would, I would assume so. Yeah, you'd listen to it. I'd, if you had four thousand dollars, if I had that much money just to spend, yes. But uh, yeah, with that, I think it's time to come to a a quick wrap up. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Remember, if you have any ideas for news articles that we should be talking about, uh, although we didn't talk about any this week, you can shoot those. And uh, album reviews that we should be reviewing our way. Sound off 
at WKNC.org. We're also on Twitter. Uh, Katie is a Twitter mastermind. I Twitter all my bowel movements. If only that were true, I would follow her. I'll, she doesn't have one. But uh, follow us on Twitter at WKNC Sound Off. And uh, with that, I think it's about time that we sound off. See you next week. Bye.